0: Hello, welcome to Culture Armistice. I'm Brownie. It's been a long time since I've done a show. Uh, I have to apologize about that. We had uh, summer break <laughs> during the summer, which was a while ago, and it totally threw me off my my game. I just got out of my I don't know out of my habit of recording stuff and never came back until now. Um, And also, you know, I've been sort of... I've found this whole half-hour format to be sort of oppressive. When I started doing this podcast, I thought... uh, Well, I didn't know how long I would talk, and I turned on the mic, and it turned out I had a lot to say, so I had decided to limit myself to a half-hour. But now, you know, I feel like, wow, I have to go and talk for 30 minutes right now. Do I have enough to say? So I figure I'm going to change the format. I'm going to just... I'm just gonna talk until I'm finished. So lucky you. I mean, okay. So so much stuff has happened in the last few months, but we recently had elections, and I wanted to talk about uh, voting. Voting, voting is a. I don't know. It's an interesting subject. So I don't vote. In fact, I've never voted. Now, if that makes you angry, um, you're probably not going to like what I'm about to say. Um, So I've heard many times from many people, starting with my parents and uh, moving on to others, that uh, if I don't vote, I don't have the right to complain, which I, I think, honestly, is just... So stupid that's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life uh, no offense out there if you're one of those people who have said that before uh you know there's a lot of a lot of libertarians even debate about whether it's i mean some vote some don't some don't care some think it's bad uh, I personally think it's bad but i don't I don't really care if someone feels like they're making a difference or whatever. I mean, here's the thing with voting. So, you you guys know my my whole my whole deal is that I don't like forcing other people to do stuff. I don't like people forcing me to do stuff. And as far as I'm concerned, that's what you're doing when you go to the voting booth, right? You're trying you're just going in with a bunch of other people and if enough people decide on something, then all the people who don't want to do that have to do it then, right? I mean, that's what you're doing. You're using... Going into the voting booth is using force, to me. Uh... You know, of course there are exceptions, like if you're going into to repeal some law or something, but how often does that happen? Do we ever repeal laws, ever? They just keep growing and growing. Uh... So <laughs> by the way, what what the heck is up with with this man? Like every new pro every time they pass some law, it has uh, unintended consequences, right? And then they have to pass more laws to deal with those consequences, and then those have unintended consequences on and on, ad infinitum. I mean, that's not a sustainable system, right? At some point, there's going to be so... Well, no. You know, we've already passed that point. There are so many rules just to be alive that it's ridiculous. Not a single person on Earth knows all the rules. Even lawyers, man. They go to school and they study this stuff for, you know, three years. And they still only know most of the rules in their little specialty area. All the other areas, they don't know. There is no one out there who knows... All the laws and they say ignorance of the law is no excuse everyone is ignorant of the law though it's ridiculous maybe ignorance of the law was no excuse back when there was like three laws like don't kill don't steal don't take a dump in public or whatever that was pretty easy you should know not to do those things so it's no excuse but now man i mean no one knows all the laws and they're just getting more and more. I mean, think about it. If, like, you know, civilization lasts for another thousand years, can you imagine how many freaking rules there's going to be? I mean, crikey. It's, it's just not possible. I, I actually feel good when I think about this, because it makes it so obvious that the uh, the system is a failure. It's going down. just a matter of time. Anyway... I was talking about voting, so, you know, if you, uh, if you vote, I don't have a problem with you, I think it's misguided, uh, because I don't think it does anything, well, no, everyone knows it doesn't do anything, I mean, come on, even people who vote, you know, like, they know their vote doesn't matter, but still they say, oh, it's your civic duty. And I guess it makes them feel good about themselves. Uh, but yeah, so... I'm just... I'm concerned if I go in there and I vote, and, you, you know, if I like I said, if I win, my side wins, I'm not okay with forcing the other side to do my will. So I'm not okay with that. Uh, but, you know, also above that, I don't like the fact that politicians view votes as a mandate to do things. Um, so in this most recent election, you know, Republicans sort of dominated, and nobody likes the Republicans, really. Well, I mean some people do, but most people don't, and uh, but still, they they're going they view each vote they get as you know, s- this person supports me. And, you know, nobody sports them. And uh, this is what I'm concerned about. If you vote for someone, like uh, a lesser evil, because this is what a lot of people do, you know, every new election is the most important election ever, because if this one person gets elected, he's terrible, or she's terrible, and we have to make sure that doesn't happen. So you have to get out and vote, right? The most important thing ever. So that's voting for the lesser evil, which I think basically everyone does. I mean, seriously, who who is an an actual, just true-blue, like, Republican or Democrat? Or, like, does anyone actually think Barack Obama or Mitt Romney is, like, a good person who agrees with them about stuff? I don't think anyone really thinks that. I'm sure some people do, but if they thought about it after they (laughs) get out of college, they'll uh, think about it a little more and maybe change their mind. But, you know, everyone is voting for the lesser evil. You're, you know, you're really voting because you think Romney is terrible. So you have to vote for Obama. Even though Obama does this stuff that isn't so great. Like, uh, have a presidential kill list. Just like Stalin in the Politburo. You know, even though he does that, uh, we have to make sure Romney doesn't get elected. Because he's, he'll be worse. Somehow. And, you know, that might be true. I don't know. I mean, I think they're both terrible. Maybe Romney would be worse. I honestly, I don't see how, but if he actually is worse than Obama, would have been worse than Obama, then, I mean, yikes, that would have been scary. (laughs) That would be a scary situation, man. But the thing is, I'm sure that whoever's next will be worse. That's just terrifying, you know? Whoever it is, Hillary Clinton... Or even Rand Paul, you know, they call him a libertarian, but he's not. At least he doesn't seem to be. He's a Republican. He calls himself a Republican. Uh, I'm sure that whoever it is will be terrible. Worse. They don't get better. It just doesn't get better. I have this like these fighting sides to my my view here. Like, I feel like. I'm always root against the incumbent because I don't think people should be, like, career politicians. Uh, so I always want the incumbent to lose. But at the same time, every new person who holds an office is worse than the last one, so... <laughs> I don't know, there's like no, there's no way to win. Uh, yeah, anyway, talking about Rand Paul, he came up real quick, so uh, I don't support him. Uh, but I do think it would be hilarious for, uh, for him to be the, uh, Republican nominee. Because so then (laughs) the whole bunch of liberals will be, you know, trying to twist it so he's the most evil person ever. And whoever their candidate is, probably, I guess, Hillary Clinton, is, uh, so much better to keep the evil Republican out. Even though Rand Paul will be, like, to the left of, uh, Mrs. Clinton... On so many issues that used to be important to uh, liberals, like, you know, uh, war, torture, uh, you know, all that good stuff. The warmonger Hillary Clinton will be the, the best, so much better than the uh, not-warmonger. Anyway, it's just going to be funny to see how they tie themselves in knots to spin that. So I really would like him to be the nominee just for the entertainment value. Not because I think he's going to do anything good. I'm sure he won't. You know, people thought Obama was like a secret liberal, and he was just trying to be mainstream to get elected candidate Obama. But then he turned out to be, you know, crappy. Just like I expected. Actually worse than I expected. I did not think... I mean, really, I I would have never guessed that Obama would have taken the power to unilaterally kill American citizens without due process of law. I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm surprised he did. I'm surprised no one cares. Well, no liberals care. No Democrats care. Because Romney would be worse somehow. I don't know. I mean, I've given up. I've given up trying to figure that out, man. I mean, it really is. It's useless, you know. These people, everyone is just—they're all about their team, you know. You can see it if you, you're with, uh, hang out with some Republican voter, and you know, some issue comes up. they just like, like freaking robots. They just say, "Oh, those liberals—they're trying to do this and this and this." It's like, and same thing with you know, liberals. They, if you bring up some issue, they'll be like, "Oh, well." We're trying to do good, but those evil republicans are trying to stop us and only if they weren't evil, we could have a good world. I mean, it's so ridiculous, man. Both sides, they don't care about anything except winning. It's ridiculous. And you know what? They know this too. Everyone knows this. I'm not telling you anything new right now. I'm not telling you anything new. Everyone knows this, but nobody cares. Because they are actually convinced that their, their side is, I guess, less evil? I don't know. I mean... There's just, there's no point. This is, the whole system is so stupid, man. Like, these two sides hate each other so much. So why do they have to be, have power over each other, right? If they're so hate- the other side so much why don't they just separate you know people can do their own thing i really don't get it if you don't want obamacare then why do you have to have it you know if you uh if you want to get gay married why can't you do it these these things don't affect other people so just Stop trying to, you know, make these things go together, I think. There's there's just no reason. I mean, really, why why does that have to be a thing, all the people in... So you have, you know, talking about just the U.S. here, because that's where I'm from, you have people inside an imaginary line. Well, you know, two imaginary lines, and there's the real lines on the coasts um yeah so if you're born in there then you have to just be like why does that matter why does that matter why, why does it have to be one single entity that everyone inside those lines why can it be smaller separate entities of people who agree with each other you know, I mean that, thats sort of, I guess, what it was originally sort of plant intended to be with this whole state, states' rights thing. Which I know that that's like some people don't like that states' rights business. Well, you know, specifically liberals don't tend to like it because they think it's a code word for racism. I guess because of, and you know, it was used. Well, I wasn't around back then, but in the Civil War. Um, there were racists who tried to cite states' rights as uh, a reason why they could carry out their racist policies. Uh, By the way, those were government people making racist laws government laws. Uh, Just thought I'd throw that in there. So yeah, you know, states' rights can be used for bad stuff. But I mean the more freedom you don't take away from people, you know, the more possibility there is for bad stuff. I mean, you have to have the freedom to make bad choices. And, you know, I mean, if you are, you know, it's not a choice you can make to enslave someone else. I mean, uh, that doesn't really count. But, um, you know, there are things like, uh, if you don't want to serve uh, black people in your business, then you shouldn't have to. I mean, <laughs> yeah. They, I, don't understand. I don't understand why if some huge racist has a, a bakery, why would a black person even want to go there? Really. And, you know, I mean, people think this is, some people think that this is would be like a, a step backwards right like if people can um reject people based on their skin color or their sexual orientation that the whole uh country will devolve into what like a slave state or something i don't know but it doesn't make sense man i mean look at how much like okay even now, so people who say racist or homophobic things who don't have any sort of legal problem with that are just destroyed by the media and their careers and are basically over, right? So, by the way, that's how I think it should be. This is what should happen. So, like, the, the uh, Donald Sterling guy, the basketball owner, he was just chased out of the NBA, and now he's, like... You know, everyone hates that guy, and that, that's it. That's his punishment for being racist, right? There, I mean, and that's what will happen to people who do stuff like that. If a, you know, a bakery uh, says they don't serve gay uh, couples or whatever for their wedding cakes, then really the world will take care of that bakery. That bakery is not going to last a very long time. And even if it does, who cares? <laughs> why would why would a gay couple want to go to bakery of some homophobe? This doesn't make sense. It seems like, and of course, you know, come on, you know this doesn't make sense, right? Even if you you disagree with it, like you you just want people to agree that uh, gay marriage is good. And those people, those homophobes, aren't going. To agree to that (laughs) just because you force them to, you know, have a... make a cake for a gay wedding. That's... that's not a way to convince someone. Yeah, I got really off track here. What was I talking about? Voting. Um, Right, so okay, I have this problem where I'm concerned that politicians take a vote as a, uh, uh, you know, a mandate. I'm also concerned that if they don't get a vote, like, uh, you know, they consider that to be a legitimization of the process. So if I vote and my guy loses, I'm basically saying that, you know, I, I'm okay with doing what the, uh, the loser says because I'm participating... Sorry, I'm okay with doing what the winner says because I'm participating in the process. You know, and and I'm not okay with that. So why would I vote? On top of that, nobody freaking votes! I mean... I know that, like, Democrats, this is one way they're they're consoling themselves in this most recent election, is that there was such a low turnout, so they they think that if more people came, then they would have won. Uh, Which, by the way, is what Republicans think when they lose, also. So it's hilarious both ways. But, um, nobody votes, man. And it's because those people, they're terrible people. They don't inspire anyone. Which, you know, isn't even the most important thing. They're just... They're bad people. They want to control your life. Uh, They don't care about you, man. I mean, come on. They need money to run a campaign. I don't have, you know, $100,000 lying around that I can give to a candidate. Uh, So, who is going to give them money, you know, corporations, rich people, these are the ones who get the ear of the politicians and this is I mean everyone knows this right. but how how do you say that this is like of you know a, a good system where just uh, you know rich people pay politicians to do their job basically. Like who who is this helping? And I know that you probably think, oh, we should have campaign finance laws and everything. But that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen, man. You're not. These people aren't going to like vote to take away their money. I mean, come on. Come on. If you get into Congress or something, uh, that's a sweet job, man. And, you know, you can make that your life job for some reason. Like, <laughs> for some reason, people just never... Leave Congress once they get in. It's ridiculous. Has like a 99% incumbent re-election rate. While having like a 7% approval rate. It's hilarious. But these people are not going to take away their meal ticket, man. It's just not going to happen. And you know, if you are waiting for that to happen, it's just not going to happen. Just forget about it. Give up. That's what I say. You don't have to participate in their system. You don't have to. You know, when uh, in a market economy, free market, really free market, Oh, you know, I'm not going to do that. By the way, this is, you know, I know free market is a poisonous term for some people, but it's because Republicans have taken this word and made it Maybe crappy we don't have a free market right now there isn't a free market in the world there never has been not in the robber baron era uh not ever there never has there's always government interference regulation control of the economy there always has been and why am i talking about this so yeah. Anyway, if we had a f- truly free market where there's no government, uh, that means no regulation, but also no um, subsidies and assistance, right? So neither, neither of those things. So uh, just a f- market, you just let it go. This is the most direct form, and efficient form of democracy, right here. You know, the beauty of it is that. It doesn't matter if people have good intentions in a free market. It can be a total country full of a-holes, complete a-holes who don't give a crap about anyone else. And it will work because they look out for their self-interest. And the way to look out for your self-interest is to, you know, give other people things they want. And then you get more stuff that you want. That's... How it works. You have a bunch of a-holes looking out for their for number one, but they have to have voluntary trade interaction to get what they want. And if there's a voluntary interaction, that means the other person is getting what they want. Because both people are choosing to go through with this transaction. So both people have become richer. Every transaction is a win for all sides, everyone involved in a free market. By definition, the only time it's not is when you have government coming in and forcing people to uh, pay things they don't for things they don't want, forcing people to sell things for lower prices than they want to. Uh, you know, giving land to certain businesses and not others, uh, subsidizing transportation uh, giving, you know, limiting liability, uh, protecting copyrights and patents. Intellectual property doesn't exist, uh, without a government. I mean, there's so much stuff, man, that's just never been free in the history of markets. Um, so, what was I saying? Yeah, so, this is, this is better than voting, It's better than democracy, Uh, because you have direct say, you know, if uh, if, uh, a person or a company or whatever is doing something bad, like whatever, uh, killing baby seals or whatever, uh, and, you know, people will stop shopping there. (laughs) And they'll either have to stop clubbing baby seals or they'll go out of business. It's so easy, so fast. You don't have to go, like, write to your congressman and, like, you know, like, have have them write a bill and uh, debate about the bill and go back and forth and then maybe pass it and it's been watered down and, you know, you don't have to do any of that. It's just direct, instant, stop giving them money. And they have to change or die. It's just, it's so much better, man. It makes a lot more sense. And not only does it make more sense, but it's its more moral. You have only voluntary actions between people. People don't do anything they don't want to do in that world, ever. What's wrong with that? You know, a lot of times when I talk about free market, uh, the person who doesn't think the free market is a good thing uh, will say something along the lines of, well, yeah, but if you do that, then someone will come in and uh, use force to take over everything or become a monopoly. And while I don't think that's true, I I wonder, though, does that mean... You agree with me that it would be a good thing if no one came in to take over with force? Or is it only a bad thing because it's possible for someone to take over with force? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand that. I don't think I explained that very well, but whatever. Uh, Yeah, so the thing is now, you have these you know, people with money, who are given money and power by government. The government gives them, protects their corporations, gives them stuff, helps them out, uh, protects their sea lanes and, you know, stuff. It's just, these giant corporations won't exist without a government propping them up. So, like, to think that the government is protecting you from a corporation is insane. Just for so many reasons. First of all, it's a revolving door. People go in, they're elected, uh, they leave government, they become, uh, you know, an industry titan or a lobbyist. I mean, it's so incestual, these things. There's no separation between this stuff. And, um, yeah, just... I'll expand on this more next time, but you know, the government is not there to protect you from corporations. The government is there to protect corporations from you. You have to know this. You you have to know this. I mean, please think about it. I'll uh I'll continue next time. Anyway, sorry about the long delay between shows. Thanks for listening. Culture Armistice, I'm Brownie, goodbye.